Please watch over all players, coaches, referees, and fans today, sheltering them in your care. May we have kindness in our hearts, mindfulness in our souls, and endurance to finish. Through the intercession of our patroness, the Blessed Virgin Mary, protect all competitors and relieve the burdens they bear. Grant us strength and courage in our journey to eternal life. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Joe is led by Earl Keith in his 16th year and 15th season as St. Joe's coach, winning 274 games, nine sectional titles, nine regional titles, one state runner-up. He's down on the field right now with our very own St. Joe student intern, Teo Sanchez. Teo? Hi, I'm here with Coach Keith. And now, Coach, you did not have this game last year. What does it mean to be able to play the Holy War this year with your girls? You know what? It, it means a lot, especially to the girls that are seniors this year because, you know, you didn't play anybody, obviously, but when you don't get to play your rivals, that's, that's, that's like a double whammy, but it means a lot to everybody. It's more than just even the Holy War this year. Everybody seems to be just so happy to be out here. We're all happy to be out here, but we're really happy to be playing Marion. And then you guys have been off to a great fast start. What would this division win mean to you guys for the rest of the season? Um, I think we're, we're going to be pretty good. We got, a, we got a chance to be really good. We're, we're young at, uh, at some of our key positions, but, you know, everybody's young they're all 14 to 18 years old so it's kind of silly to say they're young but um as far as you know in the lower classes that's what we've got some freshmen and sophomore that mean a lot to our team that are integral part of, of, of what we do so i think just playing together the younger ones and uh more and more and just getting a chance to play together well, they'll, they'll just get better as we go along all right thank all you right. All right, that is Teo Sanchez with Earl Keith, the head coach of the St. Joe Indians. St. Joe 6-1 on the season, 3-0 in the NIC, defeating Mishawaka, Fort Wayne North, New Prairie, Chatard, Clay, and Bremen. Their lone loss is to Edwardsburg. St. Joe has won five straight in the series, Coach. You go back to 2017 for the last time, Marion won in the Holy War softball game. St. Joe the favorite again today, but as you kind of alluded to earlier, uh, Holy Wars can get a little crazy, and if you win the Holy War, that can turn around your season if if you're not supposed to win it, maybe, perhaps. It happens frequently between Marion and St. Joseph. The uh, the uh, Avenger factor, as we call in football and basketball, you win during the season. Many times, the team that lost during the regular season comes back and wins in the tournament. So that makes it even uh, extra exciting. Marion is 2-3 and three on the season. They actually didn't start the season until April 14th, losing to Bremen and Concord in the first two games, then picked up their two wins 13 days ago versus Brandywine and Quincy. They lost to New Prairie on Monday. On Wednesday, they led Riley 6-2 after three innings. The game then got washed out. They'll resume that one on Tuesday. Then yesterday's game versus LaVille was also rained out. So they, they really lost out on some opportunities to, to gain some momentum over the last couple games. Well, Talk to Coach Whitaker a little bit before the game, and that's what he said. He just wants to get in here and play some games, and especially it's a rivalry game against St. Joseph, but they're ready to go. And we know that, uh, again, Coach Keith alluded to some of the key players being younger players. Well, Marion also is a very young team. They have five freshmen and freshmen and sophomores who are starting and uh, so consequently they would like nothing due to get, gain a little confidence by beating St. Joseph's here tonight. I can't see Teo Sanchez right now if he's going to get grab Coach Whitaker but it looks like Coach Whitaker is going to hand in his lineup card right now to the officials and then Teo will uh, get an interview with Coach Whitaker right after that and uh, we will talk about that but Coach Whitaker now in his third year and 
I guess, second season. That's the way I'm looking at it because <laughs> they've been there for the whole year, but they haven't coached the, those full seasons. Uh, he's 13-22 and 22 at Marion, and uh, as you mentioned, Coach, he's uh, you know certainly a very, very young team. Well, they are young, and I think it, uh, you know, missing last year when you have when you have to miss a season and then come back with a young team, it really is kind of a double whammy also. And uh, I know that uh, he's ready to get going once to get them out there on the field. I have to mention, too, that Coach Whitaker is an assistant basketball coach at Marion, coaches the freshman team uh, for Rob Berger at uh, Marion. So this is kind of his thing. He has his daughter on the team who is uh, going to be pitching here tonight for the Marion Knights. All right, it is not, it is 5 p.m. This is 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana, and you're tuned to St. Joseph and Marion Softball, presented by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. I'm Angel DiCarlo alongside Bob Berger. Teo Sanchez is on the sidelines, or dugout, so to speak, for us here uh, this afternoon, and we're excited. It is uh, chilly, it is windy, but it is sunny, and it is dry, so nobody is complaining because we're very excited to have some Holy War softball for you here tonight. Let's take a look. Well, we look at the field. The field, it looks in great shape. It's, uh, you know, it's dry. It's very playable. Thanks to the ground crew, I might add, who are uh, going to be the scoreboard operator here tonight. But uh, it, it looks really in, in good shape. It's lined and ready to go. All right, let's go down to tail with Coach Whitaker. Hi, I'm here with Coach Whitaker. Now, Coach, you didn't have this game last season. What does it mean to be able to finally play and have this game this season? Well, anytime you can get a chance to play your rival, it's kind of a big deal. And the girls are excited to, to get this one going. And then, what will this mean, win mean to you for your division and your ranking right now? Well, it's, it's a big game for us. I mean, we haven't had the opportunity to get many in yet. Um, so this is a big game. It'll get us going into conference. So we need, we need this. All right. Thank you. All right, that is Coach John Whitaker, the head coach of the Marion softball team with our own Tails Sanchez. Tails is going to be doing interviews, in-game interviews as well, coming up with some of the players on the team. That's going to be great, Anch. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. I, that's a, I guess it adds a little extra touch to it here to, this afternoon. So we were able to do that during baseball season as well, so excited to have that going here during uh, softball, our softball game as well. So excited to bring you St. Joe and Marion here today in softball. Let's take a look at the Starting lineups for the two teams. First for the Marion Knights, 2-3 and three in the season, 0-2 in NIC play. They'll start Grace O'Hara as the leadoff hitter. She's the center fielder. She's batting 579 on the season, Coach. So that's the type of player you want as your leadoff hitter. Well, it really is, and she gets on base. And kind of an interesting thing, she has not walked yet this year. So she's up there swinging and trying to get on base. She's a sophomore. And then Margaret Egan, a senior, is the second hitter. She's a shortstop, batting three. 333. She's got three RBI on the season. Olivia Whitaker, the pitcher, will hit third, number 19. She's batting 357 on the season with six RBI. Roan Stanifer, excuse me, the catcher, a sophomore, batting 467 with five RBI. The fifth place hitter is Ariana Kuchowski, a left fielder and a senior at 357 on the batting average on the season. Megan McCormick, we heard that name throughout the basketball season, will bat next. She's the second baseman, a junior, bat batting three. 308 on the season. Then the number seven hitter is Maggie Keenan, a third baseman and junior, batting 083 on the season. Genesis 
Kuhata, the designated player, sophomore, batting 231 on the season. And batting ninth is Katie Didion, the right fielder. She's a freshman, batting 385. Kind of resets that lineup to get back to the top of the order. She's got five RBIs, five runs scored this year. I think that's a great point. It's almost like two leadoff batters when you got number nine batting at that high, you know, at 385, and you come up with Grace O'Hara. It really gives a good way to start an inning. Abby Hester is the first baseman, will not hit tonight. She'll be in the flex position for the Marion Knights. For the St. Joe Indians, 6-1 on the season, 3-0. Earl Keith, 15th season, 274 wins. The leadoff hitter is the senior, Maddie James. She is batting 273 on the season. She has four stolen bases, so she's certainly a speedster. Then batting second is Riley Zakay, the second baseman. She's a freshman and a blockbuster freshman coach. 435 on the season, eight RBIs, and then look at that, four doubles, two triples already this year. I'm very impressed with the statistics, and I'm really looking forward to seeing her play here this afternoon. Haley West, the junior, is the shortstop, batting third, 476 on the season with six RBI. Then the pitcher, Savannah Hamilton, is the number four hitter, a sophomore, just 250 on the season, three hits, two of those hits came on Monday. What Coach Keith told me, I was like, I'm surprised she's hitting four. She hasn't had that many at-bats. He goes, well, you know, this is our first year starting as a pitcher since they didn't have last year. He was pinch hitting for her a lot early in the year because they were just relying on the pitching first. Now she's getting into her comfort zone. She's like, she's able to hit in that cleanup spot. So she'll right, clean so up you know, That cleanup spot, they expect uh, people to get on base ahead of her and the cleanup batter to bring them home. The number five hitter, Shea Ruskowski, a catcher, the senior, batting 562 on the season coach a fantastic player certainly to say the least and a very good bloodline there in the Ruskowski family uh, we've had that Ruskowski name for a lot to, you know Ashton Ruskowski the quarterback at St. Joseph a couple years ago the police chief in South Bend is an uncle I believe and uh, so yes that's a very well-known name around South Bend Batting six is Morgan Sander the third baseman sophomore batting 167 then Anna Skorkin Emma Tinker and Amy Bosler. Let's post, we'll pause right now for the playing of the national anthem. Rounding out that 
starting lineup, we obviously <laughs> didn't say much about the final three batters in the order because we were rushing to get to the national there anthem there. Like batting seventh is Anna Skorkin, right, right, right fielder, senior, batting 150 on the season. Emma Tinker, first baseman, senior, batting eighth. She's batting 111 on the season. And Amy Bosler, the left fielder, senior, batting 154 on the season. She getting the start and hitting here tonight because it is uh, – it's not senior night. But you're getting to face Marion, and uh, Coach Earl Keith wanted to make sure all his seniors were in the starting lineup hitting here tonight. So um, I think that's great of Coach Keith. I th really do. I think uh, it, it is a big game and still give everybody an, an opportunity to get in the ball game and play in a holy war. And like I've said many a time on many a broadcast, there's nothing like the ho holy war rivalry. There's, I call, a lot of fake rivalries out there, but this <laughs> is a real rivalry. Meanwhile, then you've got one of the best uh, players off the bench you're going to have in Kennedy Swope. She is uh, batting 429 on the season coming off the bench. So that'll be a pretty that, good opportunity uh, as a pinch hitter for uh, the St. Joe Indians here tonight. That ain't bad. All right, so St. Joe is on the field right now doing their pregame warm-ups here as we're getting set. First pitch just a few minutes away. Uh, we were slightly behind on first pitch because one of the umpires is a teacher at South Bend Schools. They don't let out until 4 o'clock. So, you know, begins a little bit of a process of getting behind. Coach, do you have the umpires the, for us? Well, the umpires tonight. Mark McCammon is behind home plate, uh, a, very, a veteran uh, umpire. I'll take that back. I stand corrected. Tom Stefaniak is behind home plate, and Mark McCammon is on the bases, both from the St. Joe Valley Athletic Officials Association. You were a umpire for many years, weren't you? He did baseball for many, many years. Yes, I did. So it's a, it's, it's a good. Maybe that's why I had hip surgery. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I was doing too, many, too much squatting there for all those years. I don't know. But, uh, yes, it's a, it's, it's a great, great day to be really doing it, umpiring on weather like it. A little cold, but still uh, for umpires, it's, it's just perfect. All right, so Savannah Hamilton, the sophomore in the circle, once – 1.75 ERA, 44 innings pitched, 34 hits, 18 runs scored against, 11 earned, 8 walks, 40 strikeouts in 44 innings. She is now ready to go, and we are underway in the Holy War softball game. First pitch, ground ball well, left side, just foul down the third baseline. Well, she'd still be running, I think, if that had been a fair ball, but just uh, outside the third base uh, base. Excuse me. Grace O'Hara, the sophomore, batting right now. An excellent outfielder with ridiculous range, according to Coach Whitaker. Speedy slapper, and we saw it right there, the lefty hitting Grace O'Hara. 0-1 pitch coming up. Ground ball to third base. This one fielded, throws to first, and not in time. Grace O'Hara showing the speed, beats the throw to first. And she is aboard with an early single. Really, Morgan Sander played that very well, but uh, the uh, the speed of Grace O'Hara, they able to get her on base and uh, starting the ball game here with a base hit. So Marion has their first runner on, and it brings up senior shortstop Margaret Egan, batting 333 on the season. She's a right-handed hitter, and she'll look to square to bunt, and she'll take the strike as she pulls it back, and it'll be an 0-1 count coming up. Well, let's see if Coach Whitaker's going to try to advance O'Hara here real early in the game and try to get some runs on the board here in the first inning. One runner on at first base, 0-1 pitch. 
This one's bunted, and it's up in the air, and Sander will come down with the catch and one away here in the first inning on the pop-up, and Egan unable to get that bunt down here in the first to advance the run. Well, that time she got just under that ball and went straight up in the air, and that made it an easy catch there for Margaret, uh, excuse me, to get Margaret Egan out. Nice play by Morgan Sander. All right, so the third-place hitter, Olivia Whitaker now at the plate. She's the pitcher batting 357. That pitch by Savannah Hamilton a little high, and it'll be 1-0. One runner on, one runner out here in the top of the first inning, the Holy War softball game between St. Joe and Marion, and there you could hear the wind blowing <laughs> here into the press box at St. Joe's North Athletic Field. Here's the pitch, fouled away, and it'll bring up a 1-1 one one for Olivia Whitaker against Savannah Hamilton, the battle of the pitchers right now here at the plate. Well, Whitaker, the pitcher, batting in that third position. So, again, she does a lot of things for the Marion Knights. 14 at-bats, five hits, five runs scored, six RBI, and a home run this season. Here's the 1-1 pitch. A little low, and it'll become 2-1 and one on the season. 2-1 and one on the at-bat. I'm, just, I'm not used to doing baseball and softball. I'm a little rusty right uh, out of the gate. Well, I do want to give uh, Shea Ruskowski a great job stopping that ball, not allowing it to get back to the fence. Two and one, and that one from Hamilton again a little low, and it's going to bring up a 3-1 count coming up here for Olivia Whitaker. Well, now here's what every batter wants. They want that 3-1 count because we know that Hamilton wants to, does not want a walker, so he's going to bring that thing to the strike zone. Let's see what happens here on this pitch. The 3-1 is low oh, again, yeah. and she does walk Whitaker here for the first time. Whitaker has not walked all season long, nine, and she's on board Sanford. to first base. So first and second, one out now for Roan Sanifer, the catcher. She's a sophomore batting 467, seven hits on the year, and five RBI. Yeah, the, the top six or seven batters for Mary have great averages, and I know they've only played five games, but still, they're hitting the ball often and early. So O'Hara on its second, Whitaker at first. That pitch is high this time after going three pitches in a row low. Hamilton trying to finally get that one up, but it was a little bit too high on it. So it's 1-0, four straight balls thrown here by Savannah Hamilton. Hell, now she's got to bear down and get that strike. This one is low again, and it's going to bring up a 2-0 and count. Well, I'm sure uh, Santa for now is going to probably take a little bit here and try to, uh, you know, make uh, Hamilton throw those strikes. 2-0 pitch here for Savannah Hamilton. High and swung on and missed. And it'll bring up 2-1. A 2-1 count, and Ron Stanifer really wanted that she, one. Yo, yeah, <laughs> yes, she did. And, again, it was a little possibly high. I don't know if it was out of the strike zone or not. It looked but like she it. went after her. Yes, it did look like 2 one Swung on and missed again. And we've got a 2-2 two and two count, and Hamilton battling back nicely here in this at-bat with two runners on and one out in the top of the first inning of the Holy War softball game presented by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Teo Sanchez with you. Here comes the 2-2 two -two pitch outside and it'll bring up a full count that's a second full count in a row so they're going to hamilton's going to have to really focus now and concentrate doesn't did not want to load it up with less than two outs one out which marion has three two pitch fouled off yeah. behind us here in the press box that was a good it was a good hitter's pitch right there and uh, again when they foul that ball straight back that means they're really on it they just got to get the bat position changed just a little bit Stanford just a sophomore. Coach Whitaker says she he expects big things out of Rome before her marrying career is over. Here's the pitch. Fouled away once again. He thinks she'll definitely be able to play college softball one day when she graduates from Marion in a few years. 
And uh, now she's really working the at bat here in this. Yeah, this you got to give her a lot of credit. She is. She's making uh, Hamilton, uh, you know, use those pitches. Here's the pitch. This one's popped up now, just inside the cage. Nope, it's going to uh, go out of bounds right over the fence. But hit Teo. Teo almost had a, a souvenir ball down there. He wasn't Teo Sanchez <laughs> or St. Joe. <laughs> Junior intern uh, was thinking about catching that ball, I think, for a second. Yeah, but, uh, I think he chickened out there. The balls. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Now they, they were waiting for some of the softballs. They were all out of the fence because Stanford fouled them all off. So they ran out of all the softballs. So they finally got all three balls back into play here. Well, like you mentioned, Stanford is really working Hamilton right now at this at bat. And Stanford is a very aggressive batter. I mean, she's looking to hit that ball. Ninth pitch of the at bat coming up here for Roan Stanford against Savannah Hamilton. Hamilton, the pitch. Up high, and Stanford works it for a walk. And the bases are loaded here in the first inning for the Marion Knights with one away. And it brings up Ariana Kachowski, the senior left fielder, batting 357 on the season, 14 at bats, five hits, five RBI, or five runs scored, three RBIs, four walks, and three stolen bases. So she does know how to to draw a walk, which can be a big advantage right now with right Hamilton now, you're right. struggling to, to find the plate. And it looks like we have a courtesy runner now uh, for Stanifer at first base. Well, Hamilton has had some difficulties this year with the walk. She's walked eight people so far uh, this now year make it in 44 ten. innings. <laughs> now make it 10. Yeah, make, two. make it 10. You're right. I have old statistics right there. You're <laughs> right. Going into the game, I guess I should have said. Or you could have just done the math. <laughs> eight plus two is 10. Is that too hard for you? That is a little tough. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll All right. Are... Bases loaded. <laughs> Kachowski swung on a miss, and Stanford gets a much-needed strike to start this at-bat off. Bases loaded, one away here in the top of the first inning of Marion and St. Joe in the Holy War softball game. 0-1 pitch. Swung on a miss, strike two. Nice pitch on the outside corner. That's a, it was not a hittable pitch. Great pitch that time by Hamilton. 0-2 pitch coming up from Hamilton. Bases loaded for Marion. Kachkowski's holds Ooh. off on the 0-2 pitch, which was high, but pretty she, much where you want it oh, on an 0-2 really pitch. It made her go for it a little bit. A nice waist pitch in there. And uh, she's trying to get uh, Kachowski to, uh, to bite on it, but she didn't. Here's the pitch. Swung on a miss, strike three. That one, she went upstairs yeah. again, and Kachowski could not lay off, and she strikes out. Big play there by San... By Savannah Hamilton making the strikeout. So Megan McCormick will come out on now here and try to salvage the inning here. They don't want to leave the bases loaded, does Marion. Pitch is high and it'll bring up a 1-0. Yeah, Megan McCormick, we know she came off the uh, bench, uh, the six or seven person for Coach Steve Scott's Marion Knights in basketball. McCormick, a 308 hitter on the season, a junior. The pitch. High, ball two, so it'll be a 2-0 and o count yeah. coming up. Redeemer Radio, nonprofit listener-supported Catholic radio station. Our spring share wrapped up last week. Critical to our support here, at keeping Catholic radio on the air. If you want to continue that support, go to RedeemerRadio.com right now to make a donation. 
That pitch is low. Ball three. I tell you, so, when Hamilton can get ahead of the batters, you know, has been very effective in it. And But uh, getting behind, then the walks have come for her. 3-0 pitch with the bases loaded and two away. McCormick, no way she was swinging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that pitch right down the plate for a strike. Uh, you're absolutely right. She wasn't. I'm sure uh, Coach Whitaker said no way. She probably, Coach Whitaker would probably be chasing McCormick now if she swung at that. 3-1 pitch coming up. Strike on the outside, outside corner. Just bit that outside corner. Good pitch that time by Hamilton. So we got a 3-2 count. Two away. Bases loaded. Top of the first. St. Joe Marion. Here's the pitch for Hamilton. Fouled away yeah. by McCormick. And we'll do it all yeah. over again. Yeah, I'm not keeping a pitch count, but I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> Those pitches are getting up there. They're getting up there for the first inning right now for Hamilton. Pitch count, obviously, a lot different in softball versus right, baseball. Right. Here right. comes the 3-2 pitch. Swung on a miss, straight three. Hamilton gets out of the inning. Great work there Good by job. the sophomore pitcher, striking out the final two batters to avoid giving up any runs in the top of the first. No score between Marion and St. Joe and Holy War softball. Back with the bottom of the first right after this on Redeemer Radio. I'm Nino. And I'm Josh from Marion High School. And I'm Marie. And I'm Teo from St. Joseph High School. We're interns here at Redeemer Radio. This experience has taught me so much and would not be possible without our friends at Tire Rack. Tire Rack is a locally owned business that is nationally recognized with more than 9,000 independent installers. Tire Rack also underwrites this internship to give us hands-on experience in the world of radio and media. For more tires and great prices, visit TireRack.com. Thank, Thank you, Tire Rack. Welcome back here on Redeemer Radio. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Teo Sanchez back with you here as we head to the bottom of the first inning. No score between Marion and St. Joe in the Holy War softball game. Marion stranding the bases loaded in the top of the first, Coach. Great opportunity there for Marion to get some runs early in the game there in the top of the first, but uh, you have to give Hamilton a lot of credit. She really came back strong, especially against McCormick. Got down 3-0 and was able to come back with the strikeout. So give Hamilton a lot of credit getting out of that jam. Olivia Whitaker is the pitcher for the Marion Knights, a senior, 5.41 ERA, 37 innings pitched, 26 runs scored on her, 17 earned, 14 strikeouts, 12 walks. She's given up 37 hits on the season. She'll face off against Maddie James, Riley Zakay, and Haley West. James, a senior center fielder batting 273, will lead things off. Zakay, a freshman second baseman batting 435, is the two-hole hitter. And the shortstop and junior batting third is Haley West, 476 on the season, 6 RBI. That'll be 1-2-3 for the St. Joe Indians here in the bottom of the first inning in the Holy War softball game presented by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Teo Sanchez back with you here from St. Joseph's North Athletic Fields near St. Pat's Park. Here's a good opportunity here in the bottom of the first inning. Getting the leadoff batter, Maddie James, and who uh, does an outstanding job of getting on base. So Maddie James at the plate, 273 hitter, six hits, 11 runs scored. She's walked three times, and if she does get on base, she likes to steal those bases. She has four stolen bases so far this year. Well, that's what you want out of your leadoff batter to get on base. Let other people move them around and then eventually bring her in. Whitaker gets things started with a strike, and it'll bring up an 0-1 count. Righty against righty here in the top of the first. Whitaker against James. 
St. Joe hitting, Marion in the field. Olivia Whitaker, the senior, with the 0-1 pitch. It's high, but James chases it, and she drives it down the right field line, but it's a foul ball. That would have been a lot of trouble with her speed. That could have been probably – that was going to be at least a double, if not a triple. Well, I'll tell James you right speed. now, James would probably still be running, I think, <laughs> if, uh, if that was fair. But it just uh, curved foul. Uh, as we look at the flag, the wind was not help, not kind to James that time. May have had an impact on fair foul. It certainly helped uh, Olivia Whitaker, the <laughs> yes, pitcher. And now she has an 0-2 count here against James. Pitch down the middle, straight three. Caught her looking. All right, so nice Good off-sea pitch there. It was. It took something off of it, uh, Whitaker did, and uh, really caught James now standing there. Baseman, All right, that brings eight, up Riley Zakay, the freshman second baseman, batting 435 on the season, 10 hits, 8 runs scored, 8 RBI, 4 doubles, 2 triples, and 2 walks on the season. Well, just having a great season so far. And her first Riley pitch fouled is. away back into the fence, and a big cut there. That had some velocity <laughs> as it hit the fence. And I'll bring well, up an 0-1 count here with one away in the bottom of the first. Well, we know James is a senior, but numbers 2, 3, and 4 are all underclassmen, you know, freshman, sophomore, and junior. So, they, you know, Coach Keith talked about what he was counting on the younger players. That pitch low, one and one. Special thanks to Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance, the presenting sponsor for a broadcast of tonight's Holy War matchup. In fact, Andrew Weiss is the presenting sponsor for all our Holy War broadcasts. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more at Learn more about Andrew at andrewweisskofc.com. That pitch fouled away, and it'll bring up a one-and-two count for Riley Zakay, the freshman second baseman for the St. Joe Indians. Well, Zakay's got to, you know, get it on, get on base and try to move around as you bring up numbers three and four batters. You want some runners out there for the third and fourth batters in the lineup. Here's the one-two. Off-speed, really off-speed. Off <laughs> and Zakay was able – I think Zakay didn't swing because she's like, I. this one's really off-speed. And it went just outside, so it's two and two. Yeah, she took something off of that Whitaker did on that one, but just missed the strike zone. Two-two pitch. Fouled away. That one off the dugout of the JV field. Well, we've seen a lot of foul balls. People chasing foul balls all over. The ball boys getting their workouts <laughs> yeah. in here today. I still got to get into shape. Maybe I should do that for one of the games. <laughs> that would. Chase down foul ball. Busy here. 2-2 two -two pitch off speed. And Zakay drives this one to right field, but it's right at the right. She can't field it. She drops it. Zakay is into second for a... I think we're going to have to call that an E9, Coach. She, I, I, I don't know if the sum too. was in the eyes of Katie Didion, but she was unable to field that one and uh, had trouble. It was pretty much right at her. And I think that must have maybe the sum was in her eyes. Yeah, Didion did a good job of, on the crack of the bat, got in position, then couldn't quite squeeze it. So that puts a runner in scoring position with Zakay as she reaches base. So Zakay on at second base, and Haley West coming up to the plate. She has six RBI in the season, the junior shortstop. And she grounds this one foul just down the third baseline, almost like a pseudo bunt in terms of where it was landing, but it goes foul. I wasn't sure. I thought maybe it went off her foot, but uh, maybe not. But it's a foul ball no matter what the situation is. So 0-1 count coming out, one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Riley Zakay at second for St. Joe. Haley West at the plate. Olivia Whitaker on the mound for Marion. The 0-1 pitch. Low, 1-1. One one. Nice stop by Sanifer. 
She did a good job of keeping that ball going back to the screen and keeping Zakay at second base. One and one. Coming up, one away, runner on at second. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to short, fielded, throws to first, in time to get west. Runner advances after the fact to third. She dropped the ball at first, and they're going to say she got the runner out at first before she dropped the ball. They're going to say she dropped the ball on the exchange trying to throw it down the third. Yeah, as like we say, we saw Zakay go to third, but I think Margaret Egan did an outstanding job there. Shortstop scooped the ball up, got it over to Abby Hessler for the out. Hessler, I say, dropped it. She had control of the ball long enough, but we've got a runner on third base. And the pitcher, Savannah Hamilton, now to play, trying to help herself out. The pitch, ground ball off her foot this time, it looks like, and it'll be a foul ball. 0-1 coming up for Hamilton. Well, Hamilton, like you said, huh? this is really a great opportunity for her to help herself a little bit. Gets a K in from third base and uh, get the uh, first uh, runs on the board. Sophomore pitcher has not had too many at-bats this season, but did have two hits Monday against Bremen. There's the pitch off speed outside, one and one. I tell you, uh, Whitaker really likes that off-speed pitch. He uses it, and uh, so far has used it very well. Had a little trouble fighting the strike zone on the last two. One and one, two out, runner on third. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to short. Foul ball, they're going to say, oh, off okay. her foot again. And Hamilton, you definitely know that one went off her foot because she's she, hobbling. She is limping as she goes away from home plate. Uh, again, ball went out all the way out to the uh, shortstop Egan. So it's a, it's a hit her pretty good. I hope she's okay. There is not many things that are worse feeling than <laughs> – grounding the ball off your own foot and well, they're going to take a look at her they're going to bring the training training staff over from St. Joe yeah. Regional Medical Center to take a well, look at well, Hamilton Eric is over there there's not a lot of padding on the top of your foot and on your toes there really isn't and, well you get a foul ball on there and it uh, it stings to say the least and as much as they care about this at bat they certainly also care to make sure she's okay because she's the starting pitcher that's the bottom for, line for the st joe indians they like to all right so in the ball game hamilton back in the box one two count coming up here two outs runner on third base oh two count excuse me here's the pitch strike cutter looking and that'll do it here in the bottom of the first inning no runs no hits Excuse me. Well, no runs, no hits. No one, runs, no hits. One left on, and that'll do it for the inning. And we're going to grab a player interview here in just a moment with the Marion Knights. We'll see who Teo Sanchez is going to be able to grab down there. Teo will let us know when he's ready to go. All right. Teo is down on the field. Teo, let us know who you got for the interview, and go ahead. I'm here. Go ahead. All right. Again. Okay. Uh, how do you think the first uh, ending went for you guys? Um, all in all, I think it went pretty good. We had bases loaded, but we didn't quite execute. But I think we'll be able to do that the rest of the game. How do you think you're going to execute? How do you think you're going to get a run in? I think we'll um, wake up our bats. You know, hits are contagious, and I think we'll just really liven up. All right, thank you. All right, that is Teo Sanchez with Margaret Egan down on the sideline. Down on the sideline. See, I'm still in football, basketball mode. It's like when I, one time, 15 years ago, I had to do hockey. I kept on saying, the ball, puck, 
ball puck. I called it the ball puck by the end of the because I kept that correcting myself. Oh yes, we got we got to change as the seasons progress and seasons change. All right, so no runs for St. Joe in the bottom of the first. No hits. One runner left on. There was one error in the inning. There was one error in the inning, but St. Joe was unable to capitalize, so we head to the top of the second. No score between St. Joe and Marion, and Savannah Hamilton back on the mound in the circle after having that ball go off her own foot and striking out herself, leaving a runner stranded. She'll face Maggie Keenan here to lead things off in the top of the second. The pitch up high, 1-0. It's Maggie Keenan, Genesis Quajada, and Katie Didion here in the top of the second for the Marionettes. Both teams had opportunities in the first inning, but uh, couldn't uh, collect on it. Marion left the bases loaded in the top of the first, while St. Joe stranded a runner on at third. And now Hamilton, who struggled finding the strike zone in the first inning, is off to a 2-0 count here against Maggie Keenan, who has five has drawn five walks on the season, and now it's a 3-0 count. Keenan has been... She's either walking or striking out for the most part this year. Five walks, seven strikeouts this season. Well, that is exactly because this is 12 times at bat. That well, 12 at, 12 at bats, not plate appearances. Okay, right, okay, very and then good. She'll yes, draw yes, the, she will draw the, the walks walk there. don't count, yes. She draws the walk there, so now, her sixth drawn walk of the seven, season. Genesis Quijada. So Genesis Quijada will come to the plate. She's the designated player. Sophomore batting 231 on the season, 13 at-bats, three hits, four runs scored, and three RBI. Well, they always say those walks can kill you so far. It hasn't happened, Hamilton, but, boy, you keep walking people. There can be uh, problems can start to arise. She gets ahead in the count on this pitch, and it's 0-1 Good. on this at-bat. Hamilton, you're right, Coach, already three walks Locks, here yes. in the first yep. inning plus of this game and in the first seven games of the year she only had eight walks and now she's got three here today so that's kind of crazy to see those statistics going that way but you have to wonder she's only a sophomore as that ball's fouled away and we got an 0-2 count only a sophomore first time playing in the holy war because last year there was no there holy was war. no holy that's i think both teams are real happy to be out here playing oh two pitch strike three cutter looking so hamilton comes right back and gets the strikeout on genesis genesis quijada and it's one away here in the top of the second with Keenan on at first base and Katie Didion, the right fielder, coming to the plate. The freshman batting 385 on the season, 13 at-bats, five hits, five runs scored, and five RBI. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, so Hamilton now with four straight strikes. That was a great knee-high strike there by Hamilton, and that would have been a tough pitch for anybody to hit. Top of the second inning, no score between Marion and St. Joe in softball. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Teo Sanchez with you. 0-1 count coming up. Swung on and missed, strike two. Five straight strikes now from Hamilton after four balls to start the inning. Sun now shining bright here at St. Joe's Athletic North Athletic Fields near St. Pat's Park. The pitch, swung on and missed, strike three, back-to-back K's. For Savannah Hamilton as she sits down Katie Didion. Again, after the initial walk by Hamilton, like I say, able to come back and get a called strike and a swinging strikeout. That's going to bring up Grace O'Hara, the center fielder. The left-hander. As they get back to the top of the order, Abby Hester not hitting this afternoon as she's the flex. 
And the pitch is a ball, 1-0. Well, Harris started the game off with a base hit. In the first inning. Mm -hmm. This time she'll pop it up. And this one is going to be caught and fielded in the out at third base by Morgan Sander. So that'll do it. And Hamilton battles back after an early walk to get three straight out. And after an inning and a half, no score between Marion and St. Joe. Back after this on Redeemer Radio. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The Golden Rule. When you schedule a financial checkup with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our people will be helpful and honest and kind. They will look for ways to save you money. And when your checkup is complete, they will send $150 to Redeemer Radio. For more info, visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Welcome to Tom's Car Care Center. Thanks. I'm here for an oil change. How long do you think it'll take? You need to finish up some work and then stop and pick up lunch somewhere. Well, if you need to work, we have free Wi-Fi here at Tom's Car Care. And our Coffee Spike Cafe has great choices from soups to sandwiches, salads and wraps, and a great place to sit down and enjoy your food. Really? I can do all that here at Tom's Car Care? Sure. You can even run your car through the Waterworks Car Wash after we're done. Wow, what a time saver. Thank you. Tom's Car Care has it all. Tom's Car Care. The Coffee Spike Cafe and the Waterworks Car Wash. Located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane in South Bend. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Teo Sanchez back with you here as we head to the bottom of the second inning. And we will start with Shea Ruskowski. The catcher will lead things off for the St. Joe Indians here in the bottom of the second against Olivia Whitaker. Ruskowski batting 562 on the season. 16 at-bats, 9 hits, 2 runs scored, and 4 RBI. This pitch lined right back to the mound, and it's caught by Whitaker for the first out of the inning. Give Whitaker a lot of credit. She came around in good defensive position. At that. Got that screaming Mimi off of Ruskowski's bat and uh, made the out. You <laughs> can tell I'm a White Sox fan, right? Four, <laughs> okay. Sandor. So one away, and Morgan Sander, the third baseman sophomore, coming up to the plate for the St. Joe Indians. Here's the pitch, up high, ball one. Sanders' older sister, Lorem, was the previous starting pitcher for the St. Joe Indians. Of course, that was two years ago because they didn't have a season last year. She would have been the starter last year as well, lost her season as a senior. That pitch outside, 2-0 coming up for Olivia Whitaker. I tell you, it's the spring sport athletes that I really feel sorry for. You know, the fall got through okay, all except for 64 boys' basketball teams. Everybody in the winter got the season. But uh, spring sports were just killed, and I really feel sorry for those athletes who graduated last year. There's a strike, and it bring up two, a 2-1 two count. Well, and you think about the, the stunting of growth in terms of the programs. The, oh. the play, every program you talk to, well, you only got four returning players, three returning players, because you lost a whole, you know, a whole class. Yes, yes you, you really did. It's too bad. Line drive to short, fielded, throws to first in time. Fantastic yeah. job there at shortstop by Margaret Egan getting that ball in the hole and throwing it on to first for the out. That was a great play as uh, Egan went to her right backhanded and came up, set those feet, got it over to Abby Hessler, the first baseman for the out. Uh, best play we've seen, defensive play we've seen so far in this game. Senior right fielder Anna Skorkin at the plate, batting 150 on the season, 20 at-bats, 3 hits, 2 runs scored, 3 RBI for the St. Joe Indians. And she will I don't know what that, that was a ball. Okay. I think that was a One ball. 
I'll tell you, Scorkin is really crowding that plate. She's uh, right up on top of it. She's going to make her bring it in there. Here's the 1-0 pitch inside, and you're right. Whitaker, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say it was a brushback pitch, but it was certainly <laughs> close to it. <laughs> well, it was a, oh, they, they called do it a those strike. Things. Wow, they. Oh, that, that was a strike. Well, Excuse well, me. Well, when you're right well, on the plate and then it comes we were inside, right, it yeah, can be a strike. It one, looked one. very inside, but uh, not compared to the plate when you're jamming the plate. That one fouled away, and I'll bring up a 1-2 count. So no score here, bottom of the second. 1-2 count with two away. Again. Skorkin, a senior, who I'm sure wants to have the best year she can have. The 1-2 pitch off speed is a ball. Well, there we saw that changeup, which uh, we know that uh, Whitaker really likes to use. I enjoy watching her, uh, you know, try to uh, set up batters with that pitch. 2-2 pitch coming up. Down low, ball three, and a ring up a full count with two away. Nobody on. Bottom of the second inning, no score between St. Joe and Marion in Holy War softball. Yeah. We know the pitcher is being. There's a line drive to second base. McCormick is under it, makes the catch, and that'll do it. Three up, three down in the bottom of the second. No score between Marion and St. Joe as we head to the top third. Back after this on Redeemer Radio. I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss. The Knights have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. To this day, we remain strictly committed to investing your money according to Catholic, moral, and ethical principles as laid out by the USCCB. We proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the church and charitable efforts like Redeemer Radio. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus by calling me, Andrew Weiss, at 574-274-6929 or look for me in the back of your parish bulletin. Marion students have many opportunities to take dual credit classes. Those that count for both high school and college credit during their four years at Marion. The class of 2020 earned over 4,300 credits during their four years, and over 90 students in that class received 15 credits or more. That is at least one college semester's worth of credits. The best part is that the dual credit classes are offered at no additional cost to families. We invite you to learn more about our dual credit program by visiting our website, marionhs.org, for we more information. Go Knights. Margaret Egan. All right, so it'll be Margaret Egan, Olivia Whitaker, Roan Stanifer for the Marion Knights here in the top of the third inning. Egan fouls this one off against Savannah Hamilton. Well, I hope the fans are staying awake down there. I don't want somebody to get hit on top of the head. It was close that time. But Egan made that great defensive play there in the bottom half of the second inning. This one fouled <laughs> away. 0-2. As the home plate umpire, Tom Stefani exits. I don't have any more softballs. We're going to have to. The game will be delayed here a second. Till and while that is happening, we'll let you know that St. Joseph High School offers first-class college preparatory <laughs> academics and was recently named an Indiana A-plus school. Students pursue faith formation and develop faith formation and develop resilience while fostering teamwork and a common bond through over 40 clubs, co-curriculars, and athletic teams. Learn more at stjohigh.com. All right, the ball is back into the hands of Savannah Hamilton. 0-2 count coming up against Margaret Egan, who fl flew out in the first inning. Ground ball to short, fielded by Haley West. Fires to first in time for the out. 
I'll tell you, West has a great arm. She really rifled that thing across. Uh, great, uh, great arm by Haley West. Olivia Whitaker. Olivia Whitaker now at the plate. Whitaker drew, drew a walk in the first inning, but was stranded with the bases loaded. No score, top of the third, one away between St. Joe and Marion. Whitaker, fly ball to center field right at Maddie James. She makes the catch, and there's two away. Well, that's been quick the first two batters. Only about five Not pitches to get those two outs. So after maybe having trouble mm -hmm. finding the plate early on, Savannah Hamilton showing why she's her ERA is only 1.75 on the season, five straight outs. Yeah. Well, she is. She's, I think she found that strike zone a little bit. Now uh, Marion's you know, really starting to swing a little bit and uh, getting some outs. Brings up Roan Stanifer, and she swung swung on and missed, yeah. and it's going to bring up an 0-1 count. Stanifer also walked in the first inning but did not score. 467 on the season, a sophomore catcher for the Marionites. Here comes the 0-1 pitch for Hamilton. Up high, and Stanifer lays off of this one, and it'll bring up a 1-1 count with two away here in the top of the third. You know, sometimes when a pitcher is having a little difficulty finding that strike zone, you, you don't go out there, swing, don't first pitch, swing. Here's the pitch, swung on and missed. Yes, One-two count coming out two away. After this half inning, Teo Sanchez is going to grab a player interview with St. Joe. I think he's going to try to get Shea Ruskowski, the catcher for St. Joe, but we'll see. Depends on every how everyone's doing down there. Sometimes well, getting the catcher is a little difficult. You, but she's got she, a lot of equipment to take on. But, but she's in the perfect spot in the order right now that it makes she might make well, the most sense. So that we'll see. probably does make sense. Uh, I know her brother was a great interview we used to do all the time. She's was, pretty good too. <laughs> okay, so must run the family. One two pitch coming up here with two away. Hamilton taking her time now finally steps back. The pitch. Swung out and missed, strike three. So Hamilton has struck out or has retired the last six batters. And no runs, no hits, no run, no one left on. And we head to the bottom of the third. Still scoreless between Marion and St. Joe in the Holy War softball game. We'll see if uh, Teo Sanchez is able to grab somebody here for us. I can't see Teo, so uh, there we go. There he is. All right, let's go down to the field to to Teo. Uh, so how is your um, – how do you think this game's gone so far? Um, I think we're off to a rough start. We haven't been hitting as much as we should, but I think we're just getting warmed up, and I think we're – the game's all about adjustments, so I think that's just what we have to do today. All right, thank you. That was quick. That was Maddie James. She's also quick, okay. and she's heading to St. Mary's for softball next year, and uh, she's got about third here in this inning, so we had to make that a one-question interview. So good they job. Are, we're ready to play. There's not a lot of time between innings in softball compared to baseball. All right, so well, we appreciate both teams uh, working with us, getting the interviews. We are now done for our in-game interviews for, for this right. game, and we will get the Tony Lutcher Health Markets Player of the Game after the game as well. You know, I do want to say about Hamilton uh, in, in, in the last standing. She took care of Marion's numbers, two, three, and four batters. Just, you know, got them one, two, three. So she's really coming around now and uh, really uh, pitched well in that inning. Emma Tincher will lead off for the St. Joe Indians here in the bottom of the third inning. First baseman for the Marion Knights, a senior. 
batting 111 on the season, but did get St. Joe's first home run of the season against Bremen on Monday in a 12-7 win. Well, I know uh, Coach Kate says she has real good pop in the bat. She really has that and uh, can get that good acceleration off the bat. Chinker, Bostler, and James here in the bottom of the third as St. Joe looking to get some runs here in the third inning. Scoreless game in the Holy War softball game, and that now a 1-1 count here coming up. The pitch by Whitaker. Ground ball down the third baseline, <laughs> just foul. That would have been trouble. That would have been. That was uh, just outside that third base. Uh, Maggie Keenan made a great dive at it, but uh, fortunately it was foul. But it was hit hard. Good acceleration off the bat. Pop. Earl knows his girls. One, two count coming up. No one out, no one, no one on, no one out. Off-speed pitch, ground ball to short, fielded, throws the first. In time, Margaret Egan to Abby Hester for the out. And Tinker is down. One away here in the first, in the third. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> now batting for St. Joe, the left fielder, number three, Amy Bossler. Amy Bossler comes to the plate, left fielder, senior, batting 154 in the season, 13 at-bats, two hits, three runs scored, two RBI, and two walks. Well, she's a real slap hitter, and she squared around there, trying to take that ball down that third baseline. As we saw Keegan kind of creeping in, so maybe the scouting report's out. But uh, again, with the speed she has, why uh, it's a good way to uh, get on base. The lone lefty in the lineup for Earl Keith. Mm -hmm. Has a twin brother, John, who is a tremendous mm -hmm. swimmer, will swim at Division One Louisville next year. That pitch inside. Mm -hmm. And Bossler able to lay off of it, and it'll bring up a one-on-one -on -one count. Bottom of the third, no score between Marion and St. Joe. In softball, 1-1 one -one pitch, one away here in the bottom of the third. Up high on the off-speed pitch, and Bossler again laying off. Well, that was. That was right up there high, right around the chin, and Good discipline that time by Bossler. I was going to say, she's got some tremendous patience at the play. She waited to the last second to get out of the way. I'll say that. 2-1 pitch coming up. The pitch. Ground ball right into the box and fouled away. 2-2. Two and two. Yes, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy watching slap, slap hitters. Uh, really, uh, They really have great back control. And that's not as easy as sometimes it looks. 2-2 two -two pitch coming up, one away. Up high, ball three. So bring up a 3-2 pitch for Bossler, who's drawn two walks on the season. Whitaker has not walked a single batter yet here tonight. Let's see if she can avoid it here. 3-2 pitch. She cannot. Yeah. Low, and Bossler is on base with the base on ball. Well, again, with the Bossler speed, let's see what uh, Coach Keith tries to do here a little bit with going back to the top of the order. She does not have any stolen bases this year, but I think that has to do with the fact that she maybe has not been on base too much and brings up the top of the order. Maddie James struck out looking in the bottom of the first inning. 
James, ground ball to second. McCormick Fields tries to flip to short, gets the out go. just in time. Right. Great work there by the second baseman, Megan McCormick, to get the out to Margaret Egan. Yep, so James is on base with a fielder's choice. I almost thought, Coach, for a second that she would... She would not just go to first base because it was it was close. It was close at second. I, I'm with you on that 100%. That's what I thought. Hey, she's just got to concede that runner, put him on second, and uh, get the runner e the easier runner at first. Riley Zakay with a slow dribbler. Oh, nice. And Whitaker fields it one-handed and goes to first and gets the out. What a play there by Olivia Whitaker to close out the bottom of the third inning. We got a pitcher's duel here in the Holy War softball game. No score between Marion and St. Joe as we head to the top of the fourth back after this on Redeemer Radio. This is Cindy Black, Executive Director of Redeemer Radio. We want to extend a heartfelt thank you to the community and our listeners for the amazing success of our recent share Whether you were one of our prayer warriors, you lovingly cooked for us, you helped in the office, or even made a financial contribution, all actions were critical to our share outcome and most importantly to the future of Redeemer Radio. Because of you, we can continue sharing Christ with others. So no matter the role you had in supporting our mission, thank you. Are you feeling sandwiched between caring for aging parents while still raising children? If so, join me, Chris Godfrey, every Monday afternoon at 1230 for my new show, The Sandwich Generation. Every week I'll have conversations with experts and friends on this important calling. Being sandwiched is a great opportunity for growing on our friendship with God. So tune in for good advice and inspiration every Monday afternoon at 1230 or listen anytime at RedeemerRadio.com sandwich. And we head to the top of the fourth inning. No score between Marion and St. Joe in Holy War softball. You know, there also has only been one hit in the ball game, and that was the first batter in the ball game got the hit. So I don't want to put the jinx on anybody. You know, <laughs> you don't talk about no hitters and stuff, but uh, it's been a very uh, well-played defensive game so far. Ariana Kajkowski, uh, <laughs> tongue twister, uh, at the plate now for the Marion Knights is 0-2 count as Savannah Hamilton has really settled in. Yeah, the last in half the circle. Inning. Yeah, they're in the bottom of the third. I thought she did just a great job. And she gets the strikeout here to start the top of the fourth inning. She's retired seven batters in a row now. Uh, yeah, she had a little, like we talked about, she had a little bit of a tough start finding that strike zone, but uh, that's not the problem anymore. Fourth, well, no, hold on. Three, two, four, five, sixth strikeout of the game now for Hamilton. Megan McCormick, who had a great play last inning, now at the plate for the Marion Knights. She fouls this one off with one away. She is one of those strikeout victims, struck out in the top of the first with the bases loaded. Had an opportunity to drive some runs in and left all three runners on base, did Marion in that first inning. And that really was the biggest threat. St. Joe had a threat in the bottom of the first with a runner on third. But outside of that, it's, been it's about it. The both pitchers have really settled in, as you mentioned, Coach. Well, I agree. Pitchers are controlling the ball game at this moment. Here's the pitch. McCormick skies it to second. And this one is caught for the out by Riley Zakay. Now batting for Marion in the third baseman, number two. Maggie that brings up Keenan. Maggie Keenan, the junior third baseman. She walked in the second. 
Yeah, she's the last person to reach base for the Marion Knights. As Hamilton has now retired eight batters in a row. The pitch. Strike yeah. on the outside corner on the off speed. Okay, a little slow in making that call. Uh, but, uh, again, that was a good pitch. And I thought it just it really kissed that outside corner. Here's the 0-1. This one a little low. And I'll bring up a 1-1. One one with two outs here in the top of the fourth. No score, Marion and St. Joe. Marion at the plate, St. Joe in the field. St. Joe pitcher Savannah Hamilton deals up high. If you're just heading home from work, maybe we're in work a little later than you wanted to be here today, or it's just before 6 p.m. This is 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. You're tuned to St. Joe and Marion Softball, presented by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. That pitch is a strike, and we got a 2-2 count coming up with two away as Hamilton looking to retire her ninth straight batter. Yeah, that pitch there by Hamilton. She just plain got it by the batter. The 2-2. Swung on a miss, strike three. Three up, three mm -hmm. down for the third straight inning. And the St. Joe Indians head to the bottom of the fourth, still looking for their first run and their first hit of the game. We're tied at zero. No score. Back after this on Redeemer Radio. Hi, it's Andrea Serrani inviting you to listen to The Daily Refill every weekday from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. You'll hear a mix of inspiring conversations and stories from some of the best Catholic content creators in the country. Learn more about the saints, news, spiritual advice, parenting, and much more. So don't miss this chance to keep your spiritual cup full with The Daily Refill Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. here on Redeemer Radio. St. Joseph High School presents a welcoming atmosphere with compassionate, faithful, and creative students. Hi, my name is Marie Ashkar and I'm a senior at St. Joe. I've personally been blessed with a variety of leadership opportunities while also being able to participate in both the athletic and arts programs. St. Joe educates students while providing more than 40 clubs, annual school-wide service traditions, and an enduring sense of family and community. That's why our motto this year is Build Family. Visit stjoehigh.com and join the St. Joe family today. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. No score between Marion and St. Joe in Holy War Softball. Olivia Whitaker has yet to give up a hit in this game, but she's going to have to face the three, four, and five hitters for the St. Joe Indians, Haley West, Savannah Hamilton, and Shea Ruskowski. I think that's what Coach Keith wants now. Hey, you got your real sluggers up there. Now. Now's the time to get a little bit of a rally and get some runners on base and score some runs. Here's West, and she will pop this one up to second base. One pitch, one out. For Olivia Whitaker here as West is out in the first inning with the F4. Brings up Savannah Hamilton. Savannah. Well, that pitch Whitaker was able to get it right in on the fist on West and really wasn't able to get anything behind it. Hit the really small part of the bat. Hamilton caught, struck out looking in the first inning. And she'll take the strike there to start off this at-bat. A no-one count with one away. Bottom of the fourth inning, no score between Marion and St. Joe softball. Oh, one pitch. Line drive to third. 
But that's an out as Maggie Keenan is spot on right there to make the catch. That one was not off the fist. That was off the meat of the bat and uh, got right there. But uh, great defense there by Maggie Kern. That brings up Shea Ruskowski, the catcher. She had a line drive right back to the mound that was caught by Whitaker in the second inning. Ruskowski batting 562 on the season. So if her average holds up, she's getting a hit in this at bat. And this one popped up right in front of home plate. And that one's going to be a hit as Roan Stanifer decided to try to field it and struggled with it and couldn't get the throw to first. I don't know, Coach, if she lets that one go, if it rolls foul or not. It would have been really close. It would have been close. I don't know. I don't know if it would have. She was stuck in a rock and a hard place. And now they're going to have a courtesy runner for the catcher, Ruskowski. Yeah, we Ruskowski can get all her gear on. Going to be Aaron Rudge running for Ruskowski. That is the first hit of the game for the St. Joe Indians. <laughs> Not exactly yeah, yeah. the, the prettiest a, base hit, but see, this is where softball is not fair, Ange. We look at Weston Hamilton's hits. They were, you know, especially we look at Hamilton's. I mean, it was a line drive and, and just an out. And then all of a sudden, we get a little dribbler, and uh, it counts as a base hit. Here's the pitch, a ball inside, 1-0. Two away here in the bottom of the fourth as the batter is Morgan Sander, the third ba- sophomore third baseman. She grounded out to short in the second inning. The 1-0 pitch with a runner on first base inside, ball two, 2-0 coming up. Well, with two outs, let's, uh, you know, let's see here what Coach Keith has anything in mind. Do we get to the pinch runner Moving around or, or not? We'll have to see. Rudge. 2-0 pitch. That's a strike. Thank Special you. thanks to Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance, presenting sponsor for our broadcast of tonight's Holy War matchup. Andrew, the presenting sponsor for all our Holy War broadcasts. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more about Andrew by visiting andrewweisskofc.com. This one fouled away, and it'll bring up a... Two and two count all over again with two away and a runner on at first base. Well, here is an opportunity, like I say, with the first base hit that Ruskowski got. Now, have the pinch runner Rudge, and they bring her around. Looks like a future softball player getting that ball down. <laughs> and this one's ground ball, base hit, right side into right field, right between the first baseman and the second baseman. And Sander gets her. Fourth hit of the season, and now St. Joe has got the first two runners on base here in the. Excuse me. I screwed it all up in my. Look at this. Look what I did, coach. I started writing in the fifth inning right after the first two at bats. So there's two runners out, by the way, but Anjo screwed that up. I apologize. Can we just cross out those numbers? I know. They better just not come up to the plate in that next inning. <laughs> There's a pitch into the dirt. Sanford did a great job of blocking it, keeping the runners on first and second. Everybody listening to me was like, what are you talking about? There was two outs. Were you blind? Can you not see? Yes. <laughs> two away here in the bottom of the first, bottom of the fourth. Man. Vacation starts tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> okay. Ground ball down the third baseline. That's fouled. Well, I'll tell you, St. Joseph has really been playing with that third base bag. I think there have been about three or four of them have been just outside the, the bag. Can I blame having a two-month-old for my <laughs> mental you, slip-ups? 
<laughs> lack of hey, sleep. That, that's right, lack of sleep. Although you're, my wife, uh, my wife. No, wait a minute. You're up as much as your wife Molly no. is. Last night I slept. Oh, Although I did put her, I did I did the one a.m. feeding. Yeah, I I keep reading where you were holding uh, Lily for two hours straight one time. No, I didn't say two hours. I said forty five minutes. Oh well, I misread the tweet. My apologies. Well, it was a great. I'm giving you credit, Hans. <laughs> you should say thank you, Bob. Meanwhile, two runners on, two okay. out, two one pitch. Oh, and that is down the right field there. line into the corner. Base hit. One run is in. Here comes the second. The relay to the plate. Is not in time. Two runners are in, and into third base is Anna Squirkin with I think we'll call that one a double. And a then double she got... and went to third or went to third on the throw towards the plate. So nice double and two RBIs for Squirkin. Either way, she gets the two RBI and she's at third base here and a two-out rally for the St. Joe Indians as they jump out to the 2-0 lead with their first three hits of the game with two away in the bottom of the fourth inning. Well, they put them all together, those base hits. And, uh, you know, interesting is after you said two outs, but, uh, hey, the batters came up and really started uh, the fifth, sixth, and seventh batters got those base hits. It's early, but... Anna Squirkin, the early contender for the Tony Lecture Health Markets that, player of the game well, as she drives in the first two runs. Right now, she's in the lead. 0-1 pitch here coming up against Emma Tinker. Ground ball oh. fouled away. And it'll bring an 0-2 pitch okay. as Whitaker tries to get out of the inning. Yeah, that, that was a nice hit by Squirkin right down that line. She sliced it right opposite field, yeah. just got it in. I was wondering for a second whether or not yeah. The wind was going to take it. It looks like the wind settled down a little bit. Not much. Yeah. And but you maybe. also had the players playing over towards the right. This one is a dump oh, no. over the yeah. – and it's caught McCormick. by McCormick. McCormick. Wow. Great play by McCormick. Right at second base. You weren't sure if it was going to drop <laughs> in there, but McCormick makes the diving catch, and that'll do it. But two runs are in after three hits. Anna Skorkin driving in the first two runs. St. Joe leads 2-0 as we head to the top of the fifth. Back after this on Redeemer Radio. Being a part of the Marion family is an experience that will set you up for success, help you grow in your faith, and make unforgettable memories. My name is Veronica Campos, and I'm a senior at Marion High School. Marion has helped me reach my academic goals in many ways. I'm on track to have a semester worth of college credits when I graduate. Plus, we have a ton of rewarding extracurriculars. At Marion, we learn with humility, serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. Learn more at marionhs.org. Go Knights! Tyrac plays a big role in underwriting our internship program with high school students from St. Joe and Marion. The students are receiving practical college-level internship experience thanks in large part to the generosity of Tyrac. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Teo Sanchez back with you here. Top of the fifth inning. St. Joe leading Marion 2-0 in Holy War softball thanks to two R- a two-RBI double by Anna Skorkin in the bottom of the fourth. So here come the Marion Knights trying to get back on the scoreboard. It'll be Genesis, Genesis Kiata, Katie Didion, and Grace O'Hara in the top of the fifth inning. Savannah Hamilton has retired nine batters in a row for the St. Joe Indians. Number seven, Genesis Kihada. Kihada, the designated player, batting 231 on the season. She struck out looking in the second inning. Well, let's see if Hamilton can keep that streak going because she's really pitched well. After a kind of a rough first inning. First pitch a ball, second pitch a strike, so it's one and one coming up for Genesis Hihata, the sophomore. 
Hamilton just needed to uh, drive a ball off her foot to get the pitching ways going. And this one is a drive to right field and unable to make the catch in right field is Skorkin, the hero, last inning. And that'll put a runner on first base, Coach. Uh, you going with a hit on that I'm one? I'm going with a hit, I think, yeah. on that I think one. so, too. It was a, a kind of a tough play. Uh, Skorkin got over there, but uh, we kind of went to the knees but couldn't quite that come up for with it. Number 10, Madison Myers. 2-0 two, two St. Joe leads. Well, here's uh, getting that leadoff batter on again, Marion. So maybe they got a chance to get some runs on the board and get back in this ball game. We got a new hitter here for the Marion Knights as freshman Madison Myers going to pitch hit for Katie Didion. Myers, 143 on the season, one for seven with a run scored. She's only a freshman. Expected to be a key player in this Marion program over the next few years, says Coach Whitaker. Very athletic young player, he says. So let's see how she fares in her first action in the Holy War. Well, she's got her opportunity now with a runner on base. And, uh, again, this is... And she's there to bunt, and she's not able to get the bunt down as it was high, but she squared around, and it's a strike, and it's own one count. So maybe she's the bunting specialist maybe for the Marion Maybe that's it is. It's interesting because, you know, she's pinch hitting for Katie Didion, who's batting three eighty five on the year in that number nine spot. And we talked about how you know, the number nine could really be another leadoff batter. Well, she tries to bunt again, and this one she can't get it down again, and it's going to be an 0-2 count. So I don't – I assume she was in there to bunt based on the way these pitches have gone, and it's not worked out to no, Mary's favor. No, it hasn't. Now she's 0-2 and probably will be swinging away. The bunt will probably be off. Here's the 0-2 pitch up high, and it's a ball. Well, that was a good pitch there by Hamilton. Try to get that ball outside, try to make uh, Meyer go fishing a little bit. And Meyer said no. 1-2 pitch coming up for Madison Meyer. Strike three on the outside corner. Caught her looking. Nice. Not out for Mary in the center fielder. Yeah, well, that puts us back up to the top of the order. Eighth strikeout of the day for Savannah Hamilton. Got to be another contender, really, for the Tony Electric yes, Health Market player of the game. She keeps adding up those strikeouts and if we could keep a shutout going. My. Grace O'Hara at the plate. Hamilton's pitch is a wild one, gets away from Ruskowski, and the runner, Genesis Kiata, moves on to second base. So they didn't get the bunt down, but Kiata ends up at second base anyway. All right, well, I guess it all works out. To what uh, you know, Coach Whitaker wanted got that runner to second, which I just did a little bit different than what I think he was anticipating or wanted to do. 2 nothing. runner on second base. Grace O'Hare at the plate, 1-0 count. Slaps it to short, fielded by West, and she's got no one to throw to, and she tries to get the runner at second, not in time, and that's a base hit by Grace O'Hara, who's so fast that West just figured there's no point in throwing it down to first base because it probably would have led Quijada to get to third. Margaret Egan. Yeah, you're right, and I think Kohara did a, a really a good job of kind of, of faking. Of baiting her. Of bait, <laughs> baiting her. That, that's exactly the word, kind of baited West that time and uh, got another runner on base. That brings up Maggie Keenan, 0 for 2 here today. You know, that was O'Hara's second hit on the day. Flew out and grounded out. 
O'Hara, you're right, got a single in the first inning, flew out, and then got her second hit right there. Well, there's a reason why she's hitting 579 entering today. She might be over 600 now in the season. 0-2 count coming up now as Hamilton looks to work out of this, up 2 nothing. Two runners on, two out. Excuse me. Two runners out, 0-2 pitch, one away. And that 0-2 pitch is high and outside, and Egan lays off of it. It'll bring a 1-2 count here with one out in the top of the fifth inning. Marion trailing St. Joe 2-0. Marion at the plate, St. Joe in the field. Sophomore pitcher for the Indians, Savannah Hamilton deals. Strike three on the outside corner. Caught her looking. Well, I tell you, she's finding the edge of that plate. You know, really uh, being able to get that cold third strike. Olivia Whitaker. She has four called strikeouts so far in the ball game. To where Marion was taking the third strike. Nine strikeouts overall. So she's uh, mixing up the Marion batters, mixing it up on the Marion batters and uh, getting some good calls there. Marion pitcher Olivia Whitaker trying to get her team back in this one. Skies this one to right field. Squirking under it, makes the catch, and that'll do it here in the top of the fifth inning as Marion strands two runners and can't get any in. St. Joe heads to the bottom of the fifth, up 2-0 back after this on Redeemer Radio. St. Joseph Catholic Church and St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend are proud to support Redeemer Radio and joyfully presenting our Catholic faith to listeners. Founded in 1853 by Holy Cross Father Edward Soren, St. Joseph Parish is a vibrant community of faith in the heart of South Bend. We are committed to serving our community with worship, service, and education in order to make God known, loved, and served. Learn more at stjoeparish.com or stjosephgradeschool.com. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. St. Joe leading Marion 2-0 here in Holy War softball. It will be Amy Bossler, Maddie James, and Riley Zakay for the St. Joe Indians here in the bottom of the fifth. They scored two runs in the fourth inning, and Marion stranding two runners in the top of the fifth, and that's how we get to this point. Bottom of the fifth inning, St. Joe leading Marion 2-0. St. Joe 6-1 on the season, 3-0 in the NIC. Marion 2-3 in the season, 0-2 in league play. St. Joe has won five straight in the series, Coach. Marion hasn't won since 2017, and they'd love to keep this at 2-0 heading to the sixth and try to get even in the top of the sixth They still have a couple of opportunities left here to get back in the ballgame, get some runs on, but Marion has stranded six runners so far in the ballgame, and you know that's starting to add up. They're not getting the key hit when they need it. Bossler going to foul this one off, slapping it down. The first baseline. Took it to the right side that time rather than to the left side, as she's done in a previous at-bats. It'll be Bossler James Zakay here in the bottom of the fifth. Marion needs those at-bats coming up in the sixth and the seventh, but most importantly, they cannot afford to give up a run here in the bottom of the fifth. Down 2 nothing. Here's the 0-1 pitch. That's a ball. She's squared around Bossler to bunt and then pulled it back. And was able to draw the ball, and it's one and one. Yeah, pitch was high. Time, good eye. The one-one from Olivia Whitaker. Ground ball, second base. McCormick fields, flips the first, 
and there's one away. Boy, McCormick was playing her just perfectly. We had really moved around towards the first base side as the second baseman. McCormick and the ball went right to her. McCormick has been as active as anyone in this game in the field. <laughs> one, two, three, four. She's responsible for five outs so far in this game. That's something for a second baseman you know, with a lot of right-handed batters. So that's going to bring up the top of the order. Senior center fielder. Oh, excuse me. Madeline Robleski will be up to the plate. So she must be, she's batting here for Maddie James. Okay, get my scorecard. And she's going to bunt, put it down, the throw to first in time. Great play by Olivia Whitaker. That's the second time here today she's done a fabulous job fielding it one-handed and throwing to first. Barehanded, I should say. I think was that the uh, second baseman covering over there, was it? Actually, McCormick? I, I think it was. That may have been. So add another one for McCormick or getting yeah, another, another four goes in the scorecard. The rare 1-4 put out. Well, I, I was still writing Robleski. I wish she had a shorter name. I missed that. Zakay flies this one to right field, and that'll do it. Three up, three down for St. Joe in the bottom of the fifth. We head to the top of the sixth. St. Joe leads Marion 2-0 back after this on Redeemer Radio. Are you struggling to make ends meet or know someone who is? Let the St. Vincent de Paul Society help. From food to clothing vouchers, financial assistance, and even beds for children, the St. Vincent de Paul Society has been helping the community since 1904. Programs are available to residents of St. Joseph County at no cost. For more information, call 574-234-6000 or visit our website at svdpsb.org. After getting pinched hit for in the bottom of the fifth, Maddie James is back out at center field for the St. Joe Indians. St. Joe leading 2-0 as we head to the top of the sixth now. Marion going to bring up the four, five, and six hitters, Roan Stanifer, Ariana Kajowski, and Megan McCormick. Well, this is who you went up, four, five, and six. Those are your power players, and those are the people that, you know, traditionally have the good averages. So I think uh, this is where uh, Coach Whitaker we would uh, really like to get nine, something Rose happening Stanford. here offensively. Stanifer walked in the first inning, then struck out in the third. 2 nothing, St. Joe, the pitch, inside ball one. Hamilton has been dealing in this game after those early struggles finding the plate. Nine strikeouts here through five innings. Uh, I tell you, you know, and, uh, you know, I know she gave up a hit there. Here's a fly ball. Pop up, first base side, caught, one away. So Stanifer unable to get on board here. Number three, Ariana Kujowski. And that'll bring up. Ariana Kajowski, the senior left fielder, who struck out two times here today. Entered the day batting 357 on the season. Her last Holy War regular season game, you know she'd like to get on base here. Yeah. Get her team back in this one, down 2 nothing, and she'll yeah. take the ball. Like I say, they need base runners, need them badly. Maybe you can get on with a walk or whatever the case. Any way to get on base. She's drawn four walks this season. Remember that first at-bat was a strikeout. It was a 10-pitch at-bat in the first <laughs> inning. 
This one fouled off well, right she, back into the back of the fence. Well, she was right on that pitch, you know, and that ball comes straight back. I mean, she's really got the timing down now. Just needs to get a little, drop that bat a little bit and make the good contact. One out here in the top of the six. One one pitch coming up for Savannah Hamilton. The pitch, Ooh, yes. strike, just got <laughs> okay. the corner. Did. Inside corner on the pitch on the off speed. And it'll bring up a one and two count for Savannah Hamilton against Ariana Kachowski, the senior left fielder for the Marion Knights. And number five batter. She has a little pop in her bat also. Fouled away just over us here in the press box. So I'm sure Ariane, after striking out twice so far, really would like to uh, make some good contact and get uh, a runner, get on base for her team. Marion down to their final five outs, and there's a base hit, hit for Ariana Kajowski, and she gets on base here in the sixth inning, and Marion's got its first runner on here in the inning. Well, that time James got over there quickly, scooped up the ball, got it back into the infield, and kept it to a single, long single for Kuchowski. Brings up Megan McCormick, the junior second baseman. Struck out in the first, flew out to second base in the fourth. She's been very active in the field. She's hoping to be active at the plate here in this at-bat. One out, one runner on for the Mary Knights, down 2-0 in the top of the sixth. Hamilton's pitch. Ground ball fouled down the first baseline. That was really upstairs, and McCormick chased it and fouled it off. You know, McCormick uh, missed her whole freshman year playing because of an injury, then missed last year because of COVID. We eliminated it. So, really, she's a junior and uh, having her first season, real season, of high school softball. The 0-1 pitch. She squares to bunt. She fouled that one away? Yeah, yeah she did. I was going to say. That had such velocity on the foul that he thought almost that it, it she, almost looked straight. <laughs> it almost looked like it was just a wild pitch that went right over uh, Ruskowski's glove and <laughs> went to the backstop. Then I realized Marion Runner would have been on at second if that was the case. Here's a little blooper to second, fielded by St. Joe. They'll get the out at second base as the K goes to Haley West. And uh, got. You know, they got that two down now as uh, McCormick's on, on a fielder's choice. She must have thought she wasn't active running down to second. She must have no. thought she was going to catch, catch it at first. It. Yeah, I, I think it was one of those just kind of in between. Can she get in there and make a scoop? Or So she kind of held up and it was out easily then at second base. We're talking about Kujowski. And that brings up Maggie Keenan, the junior third baseman for the Marion Knights with two outs, runner on first base. The 1-0 pitch swung on a missed, and it'll bring up a 1-1. That was a good cut there by Keenan. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union has become the bank of choice for a great many Catholic parishes and schools in our listening area. This year, Notre Dame FCU will once again provide hundreds of thousands of dollars to support these partners. The pitch, it's a ball, 2-1. That was close. Including was close. another 70000 for the Marion Knights. Does your bank do that? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you raise share of values. Why not share in our benefits? 2-1 pitch coming up here. This one's driven to left field, but making the catch is Amy Bossler to end the sixth inning. So we head to the bottom of the sixth. St. Joe leading 2-0 back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. 
I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss, and I'm proud to support the Holy War battles here on Redeemer Radio. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. We remain strictly committed to investing your money with Catholic, moral, and ethical principles, and we proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the church and charitable efforts. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus. Visit andrewweisskofc.com or look for me on the back of your parish bulletin. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. St. Joe leading Marion 2-0. Marion has now stranded coach seven batters in the game and yet to score here today. Yeah, they've had some nice hits so far in, in the ball game, but just uh, really haven't been able to get the uh, uh, appropriate, at the appropriate time type of base hit to drive that runner home. And uh, as you said, seven people left on base. I'm sure that's something if Marion does not win the game, Coach Whitaker certainly going to point out to his team. It'll be the three, four, and five hitters for St. Joe here in the bottom of the sixth as they look to add to their 2 nothing lead. It'll be Haley West, the junior shortstop, leading it off. She grounded out in the first, then flew out to second in the fourth inning. West Hamilton Ruskowski here for the St. Joe Indians in the bottom of the sixth. Up 2 nothing. The pitch by Whitaker. Line drive, base hit into left field for Haley West. She got a hold of every part of that one for a perfect hit first hit of the, of the ball game it's kind of interesting she's now one for three on the day and her batting average maybe drops from 476 yep. it definitely does she's it, now it's going to go down a little bit which seems strange i guess she's now 11 of 24 on the season now batting for st joe number 20 so, kennedy swope kennedy swope now is pinch hitting in the cleanup spot for savannah hamilton well, Swope, usually a starter, a fantastic hitter. Their third best hitter on the team, batting 429 with six hits on the season. And now she'll come in for Hamilton here to bat. The pitch. Off speed strike. <laughs> got, got that one in there. Was that one coming in at about nine miles an hour? Yeah. If they throw me a whole series of those, I might be able to hit one of them and not faking me out like that. But, uh, you know, not intermingled with a fastballs. Here's the 0-1 pitch now for Whitaker against Kennedy Swope, the pinch hitter. And another off speed, and Swope fouls this one off. Swope uh, – Probably licking her chops trying to get in there. You do. You I know do. what I mean? She's your great hitter. It's the holy war. You finally oh. get up there, and all of a sudden she throws two off speed pitches, and you're completely thrown you off do. your game. You know, I know people sitting out there, you know, watching from the dugout, you know, their thing. 0 2 pitch is a ball. Runner takes off, goes to second, and she's thrown out. West okay. is thrown out at second base, and there's one away here in the inning. Uh, I tell you. Egan covered at second base very well. Got the, pit, the throw down there from the catcher, Sanifer. Made a nice tag. The, pitch, the, the throw down there was not on the money, so to say. But uh, you got to give uh, Egan a lot of credit. So now Swope, 1-2 count with no one on and one out. And she'll foul this one off at the plate. Yeah, I know with those off-speed pitches, those people are in the dugout saying, boy, if they'd throw me one of those, I'd put that out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> it's uh, not that easy. The woods, that would be a shot, by That the would way. be a shot. You're right. Right over the, let's say over the scoreboard, okay? Okay. <laughs> Swope sits on this Nobody one and gets the base hit 
past Margaret Egan, and this time the off-speed did not fool her, and she was able to get the base hit. Two hits this inning, but uh, we know that oh, West was throwing out at second base. Well, there's the difference. If if West is safe at second, yes, it's now three right. nothing St. Joe, there and that's an RBI single. There'd have been a run in. So. Pinch runner coming in now for Kennedy Swope is Selena Botello, the sophomore. Now running at first base, Selena Botello. Now hitting for St. Joe number two, your catcher, Shay Ruskowski. Shay Ruskowski at the plate, one for two in the game, lined out in the second, then had a blooping little single at the plate pretty much in the fourth, but really that started things off for St. Joe's rally in that inning with two outs. She got on base, then Sander got a hit, and then Skorkin drove them both in with a two RBI double. 0-1 pitch coming up. Inside, ball one, one and one. Runner on at first base is the pinch runner, Botello. You know, one thing I have noticed, softball umpires are slow in making a call compared to baseball umpires. You know, they kind of wait and wait, then put up that strike signal. Another blooper in front of the plate, and this one will... It, ooh. Did foul he, ball. It's he a foul ball. Ruskowski has not put the ball <laughs> past the pitcher yet here today. It, no, she, she hasn't. Has she? She's got one hit and almost got another one right there in pretty much the exact same fashion she would have gotten her last hit. But this time, after Stanford got burned last time, she decided to let this one try to go foul, and it did. Just went foul. Uh, that was a good, smart move, and it was close, as you say. Yeah. Just foul. One-two pitch. Line drive, base hit just through past Margaret Egan at shortstop. So three batters, three hits for St. Joe here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Unfortunately, they did get caught stealing, as we mentioned. So it's runners on first and second with one out here in the sixth for St. Joe. Ariana Kajowski fielded that ball in left field and uh, got the ball in. As we see, Coach Whitaker is out to the mound now. He wants to talk to his pitcher. The whole infield there is gathered around Coach Whitaker. Gives us an opportunity to remind you that Redeemer Radio is a nonprofit listener-supported Catholic radio station. Our spring share wrapped up last week. Your support critical to keeping Catholic Radio on the air in Michiana. If you missed out on donating, you still can. Just head to RedeemerRadio.com slash give right now to make your pledge. Write intern hour in the comment section to support our high school sports intern program. We've had Teo Sanchez with us. He did a Bunch of interviews earlier in the game. We'll interview our Tony Letcher Health Markets player of the game after this one in our presentation of Holy War Sophomore presented by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Now Earl Keith having a chat with both umpires, and I'm not exactly sure yeah, why. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're dis discussing right now. They're, uh, we shall see. Did he, did he switch out anybody? I can't tell if he switched out a runner or anything. It looks like he wants okay. to use a Aaron. courtesy runner. He wants to use for a second time. And is she out there? They're not allowing it. That's not allowed. I presume they're allowing it. Okay. So yes, she is. Uh, she is running for the catcher, Ruskowski now. And I'm trying to catch a number there. 
She is uh, number now 10. Right first base, number 10, Erin Rudge. Okay, so, okay, Rudge, I guess, yes. She pinched run earlier in the ball game. Well, so courtesy was, run, I think, is the difference there. Okay. Because it's for a pitcher okay. or the catcher. Now a ground ball to short, throws the third, and gets it for the unconventional 6-5 putout, and it works. Well, you took that thing right down to third and got that lead runner, which is a real key. So you keep that runner off of third base. And Sander gets on on a fielder's choice as the Rudge, the pinch runner, goes down to second. Didn't even get a chance to say that was Morgan Sander at the plate. And here's Anna Skorkin, the hero earlier on with a two-RBI double. She does it again. That almost pretty much guarantees. That would ice it, wouldn't it? To Tony Letcher, (laughs) health markets player of the game. Unless Marion made a huge comeback in the seventh. We've got to be thinking this all the time. Who's going to be our player of the game? Here's the pitch. Foul. And a ring up a 1-1. Yeah, it was really a jam shot there where it really brought it in tight on Skorkin's uh, hands and followed it right over towards the St. Joseph dugout. I, I think one of the – if she ends up being the player of the game, one of the questions I'm sure Taylor asks is about – you know, she's only been a 150 hitter this so far this year, and this one's thrown away, and the runners advance to second, thir- second and third. 150 hitter so far this year, you're senior and you get <laughs> – a big two yeah, RBI yeah. double in the Holy War. That's, I mean, that's got to mean a ton for that's her. That's got to mean a lot to her if things continue the way they are. And that now she has an opportunity to drive in two more, more runs, runs here with a single, with the runners on second and third now. 2 1 pitch with two outs. And this one, she's going to bloop into short the outfield. It's going to drop in there, and two runs are going to score, and Squirkin's going to dive into second base, and she's safe after the throw home. So Anna Skorkin with a two-RBI single, and she's got four Four RBI RBI. here today. She entered the day with three RBI. She's got four here today. Well, barring a a big, big Marion comeback, Anna Skorkin's going to be our Tony Letcher Health Market. Well, she really is a really key hits. I think that's the big thing, that she got a couple of just key hits. The runners ahead of her, or the batters ahead of her, were able to get on base, and, uh, hey, she delivered, and you got to give her uh, a a lot of credit. That's something Marion has really struggled at, is getting that key hit. That one was dropped in just between second base and the outfield. It did hit dirt, but but barely, but it was in no man's land, and it resulted in two runs scoring. Emma Tinker is at the plate. Tinker, and uh, it's a 1-1 count coming up. I butchered her name the whole day. I've got it. Tincher, I believe. Tincher. I've said it about seven different ways. I don't think a single one of them was correct. This one's fouled off. She wanted to hit me because I've been mispronouncing her name so much. But it goes over the press box. Emma Tincher. See, now I got it. It only took to the third at bat for her. She uh, grounded out in the third and flew out to second base in the fourth. Emma has a chance to drive in another run for here for the St. Joseph Indians. One-two pitch with two away. Fouled off again. St. Joe leading 4 nothing. Here in the bottom of the six, behind four RBI from Anna Skorkin, the senior right fielder. Well, and Nudge and Sander have scored all the runs for St. Joseph here today. There, So the pinch runner, Rudge, that scored twice. 
And that ball up high for a ball, two and two. Of course, you got to give Ruskowski a lot of that credit. Ruskowski she's got the one on that base got, she, She's right. the one that got those singles, the catcher, and then got the courtesy. You're ball. right. That's probably the important thing. Two, two, count. Two away, runner on second. Two runs already in here in the sixth. Here's the pitch. Fouled away once again, and that one hits the press box. Right Top. above us, Ange. I don't know if anyone could hear that on the air, but that hit right above us. Okay, so. Again, Tincher annoyed that I've mispronounced her name a bunch. and <laughs> she's, she's trying to get us. She's trying right? to get us. Yeah, I would have to say that would be an impressive <laughs> foul ball because she'd have to get enough arc on it for it to go over the fence but then drop down. Here's the pitch, and that one's a ball, and she's worked it into a full count, three and two, two away here in the bottom of the sixth for Emma Tincher. Four nothing. St. Joe leading Marion. Runner on second base is Anna Skorkin. Here's the pitch. Ground ball fouled away. Almost took out Coach Earl Keith. Uh, he's still got a little mobility down there at third base coaching box. He was able to dance right out of the way. Just a little. Just enough. I don't just enough. That may be <laughs> the best way to describe it. Coach Keith, the veteran coach, 15th season for St. Joseph's. 3-2 pitch. Off speed, popped up into left field, caught, and that'll do it in the bottom of the sixth. But Anna Skorkin with two more RBI, four in the game. St. Joe leads 4-0 as they look to close things out in the Holy War softball game. We head to the top of the seventh. Can St. Joe close things out? We'll find out right after this on Redeemer Radio. This is Leonard DiLorenzo, host of Church Life Today, a production of the McGrath Institute for Church Life at the University of Notre Dame. On Church Life Today, we talk with pastoral leaders and scholars about some of the most important theological, social, and ministerial issues in the church, digging much deeper than sound bites or hot takes. If that sounds good to you, join us on Mondays at noon or pick up episodes of Church Life Today wherever you get your podcasts or directly at RedeemerRadio.com slash Church Life Today. Welcome back here as we head to the top of the seventh inning. St. Joe leading 4-0, looking to close things out on Marion in the Holy War softball game. Savannah Hamilton has been fantastic in the circle for St. Joe, and certainly Anna Skorkin, the senior right fielder, has been great at the plate with four RBI. Well, it's been those two that have really controlled this ball game, and I, you know, I know we've mentioned we it before, but uh, Hamilton Genesis really Ohio. has settled down after a rough start in the first inning, and even the start of the second. They walked the first batter in the second inning, but uh, from then on, she's been in complete command of the ball game. Genesis Quijada will lead off here in the top of the seventh for the Marion Knights as they look to get their get someone on base to make this make the make things happen yeah. here down four nothing they played a good game yeah uh, they really have and that one swung on a miss and it's an 0-2 count oh. Kiata struck out in the second they got a single in the fifth yeah. the problem has been they've left too many runners on base coach eight runners have been left eight on base. runners and that's just oh, seven eight, excuse me seven, seven. Okay, you just can't leave that many people on base swung on a miss strike three strikeout number 10 in the game for savannah hamilton boy i tell you you know, we could almost build a case for Savannah Hamilton, too. Ten strikeouts is uh, just having a great day from the mound. I think if uh, 
if it wasn't four RBI for Scorkin, it would be an argument. And the only RBIs of the ball right. game. And then the other thing that hurts Hamilton is she's the sophomore and Scorkin is the senior in a Holy War game. <laughs> there's a there's a checkmark deciding factor in that regard, too. Hamilton will have her opportunities. We'll be, we'll be back next year, right, for Holy War game. Four nothing. Here is the score. One away, Marion down to their final two outs. And that pitch... Is a ball, and it'll be one and one. Didion uh, squared around the bunt. We saw Tincher and uh, Sander charging from the corners. Katie Didion did not, was not at the plate in the fifth inning as she was pinched it for. She struck out in the first, in the second inning, excuse me. And now this one Ooh. fouled off. Ruskowski couldn't chase it down. And bring up a one-two. Plus, she was heading right for that wire fence, too, going for that. That uh, take a little guts going after it. 4-0 St. Joe. One away here in the top of the seventh. Marion down to its final two outs. Stick around after the game. We'll name our player of the game. We've kind of already have, but <laughs> Marion still could come back. But Hamilton sitting down yet another player, another strikeout, number 11. She's trying to get that player of the game. And we'll get to the top of the order, Grace O'Hara, who's two for three here today with two singles for the Marion Knights, looking to keep this game alive and try to avoid this one ending right here at this at bat. Sander coming in on the, from the third baseline, anticipating a bunt or a slap hit down towards third. Zakay very much in at second base as well. Yeah, yes, oh, really. 1 0 count. Here's the pitch for Hamilton. Outside, ball two. You know, I know it's 2 0. You know, for Hamilton, but uh, when she's got ahead of batters, she's been really effective. That pitch, Ooh. a ball, and Hamilton kind of slipping yeah, in the circle. She, she appears to be okay, thankfully. Yes, but that, did that stumble coming on her follow through. Hey, she looks like she's ready to pitch again. She had three walks in the first two innings and has really settled in since. And there she gets a strike on the outside corner, and it'll be a 3-1 count with two away here in the seventh. Well, right now, Marion just needs base runners, period. If you can walk, hit, whatever the case may be, 3-1, and one, good hitter's pitch. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to oh. second, and it's under the glove of Zakay, who is all the way up. Coach, uh, I think we see – what do you want to do there? Do you I give her a hit or do you give her the I air? I think we got to give her an air. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, you know, it uh, went right through I, the wickets. I guess she can't be – she, She's going for three-hit game for, uh, for well, O'Hara. I also don't know if you can reward her for – give her the benefit of the doubt for being so far in. That's, she was that's, in. That's, that's kind of part of the game plan there a little bit, and uh, that hurts her. Margaret Egan at the plate now with a runner on. And again, as Coach mentioned, she takes the ball, but Marion just needs base runners right now. And anyway, in that time, they were able to get down on with the help of an error. Down to their final out, and now it's a 2-0 count. Yep. They'd love to get Egan on, get Whitaker on, and bring on Roan Stanifer. Well, they're back into the meat of their order. Got their leadoff batter on base. and uh, But now Egan can't take a sacrifice or get her out. And Egan. Lines this one back into the fence. Yeah. It'll be a 2-1 count. Yeah, Egan oh. needs to get on base. Actually, almost surprised she was swinging there. But those 2-0 yeah, counts does. in this opportunity where you know Hamilton's going to avoid trying to, th to 
to walk the batter at all costs. 2-1 pitch. Line drive down the right field line, but it's foul. And it'll bring up 2-2, two and two, and Hamilton can close things out with a strikeout here in this at-bat. It'll be a 2-2 pitch with two away, top of the seventh. St. Joe leading Marion 4 nothing. Yeah, hey, Marion wants to break that five-game losing streak to St. Joe, but St. Joe really in the driver's seat. Looks like they're going to get number six. Hamilton fouls this one off. And thankfully, that ball uh, avoided a future softball player because she chases this one down, but she had no idea this one was going near her. 2-2 pitch coming up. Two away, and Egan calls time. Again, Egan, a 3-33 batter. Excuse me. Yeah, 333, isn't it? Yes. 2-2 pitch. Line drive. That's going to go into the gap off the wall. That's a double and a run scored, and Marion's got its first run of the game on a two-out, two-strike double from senior Margaret Egan. Grace O'Hara scores. And Marion's on the sco- in the scorebook. It's now 4-1. Well, there went the shutout. But again, in that situation, the last two batters, you know, uh, Hamilton has got behind on those batters, and uh, they've made her pay for getting behind. Now Olivia Whitaker, she doesn't want to get that L in the uh, column in the Holy War as the pitcher. So she has a chance to help herself out here with a runner on second base. Whitaker on the day as she takes the ball, walked in the first, lined out in the third, and then flew out in the fifth. 1-0 count, two outs. Marion trailing 4-1. Egan on at second. Whitaker at the plate. Whitaker hits this one to left field. It is caught, and that'll do it. St. Joe has defeated Marion in the Holy War softball game for the sixth straight time. As St. Joe wins this one by a final of 4-1, to one. congratulations to the St. Joe Indians. And we can name Anna Skorkin, our Tony Letcher Health Markets Player of the Game. She had two hits and four RBI, all four RBI for the St. Joe Indians in this game. Teo Sanchez, I believe, going to try to get Anna here momentarily. And let's go down to the field now to Teo Sanchez, who's got our Tony Letcher Health Markets Player of the Game, Anna Skorkin. I'm here with Anna Skorgan. Uh So you just got four RBIs. How were you so hot today? Um, I'm trying to keep my hot streak from last game. I've been hitting well the last two games. I'm just trying to keep it up. Uh, so, and then you just beat Marion. How big is this win for you guys? Oh, so big, especially with not having a season last year. This feels great. Okay, thank you. All right, Anna Skorkin, our Tony Letcher Health Markets Player of the Game. Teo Sanchez, our St. Joe Junior intern, doing a great job with five interviews on the field here today. That's the most uh, Teo's done. We're training him for next year where he's going to be one of our lead interns returning next season. Uh, Redeemer Radio Player of the Game brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Tony is a parishioner at Quinnipiac Catholic Church, and his kids attend Marion High School. If you're looking for assistance with Medicare, your family, or individual health insurance or life insurance, you can contact Tony today at 855-776-2438 or visit his website, tletcher.com. That's tletcher.com. Thanks to Tony Letcher from Health Markets for supporting high school sports on Redeemer Radio. Coach, uh, 
great ball game. Four well, one the final it, score. It was an outstanding ball game, and uh, like we say, we had we saw good pitching. We saw key hitting by St. Joseph, and that uh, really got them the the victory. And uh, we look at Marion; they got a lot of base runners, and uh, they're in the last inning. And you say, hey, they didn't give up. They were still go battling right to the end, but uh, came up short in this holy war game. Savannah Hamilton, the winning pitcher here tonight, gave up one run in that final inning. Uh, she also gave up, what? Five hits. Five hits and struck out 11 batters in the game. So she had a fantastic outing in the circle for the St. Joe Indians here today. And as we mentioned, Janice Skorkin, the Tony Letcher Health Markets player of the game, she had a two-RBI double in the fourth that put St. Joe ahead 2 nothing, and a two-RBI single in the sixth that pretty much put the game away. And uh, St. Joe wins this one and improves to 7-1 on the season and 4-0 and in NIC play. Well, I think that's real key, Ange. I think, you know, 4-0 and in the conference and still have some, some of the strong teams still coming up here ready to play. And I know Penn is having another good season in softball, and that, that game will be coming up in the future. St. Joe will face Adams on Wednesday. That or was scheduled to face Adams. Excuse me, they're scheduled to face Adams last when this past Wednesday. That was postponed to May 13th. They've got the Laporte tournament coming up tomorrow, and then they'll take on. They'll be at Jimtown on May 3rd and at Riley on May 5th. As for the Marion Knights, last night versus Laville was postponed. They'll take on Penn on Monday, so that won't be easy. And then they'll have the makeup game against Riley coming up on. Tuesday, or I, I guess continuation of the game continuation, on, tu- right. on Tuesday. They, they were winning that game, I believe, 6-2. Right. It? So that game will resume in the top of the fourth inning with, with Riley ahead, or with Marion ahead, yeah. 6-2. So for the most part, you could probably think that Marion is probably entered today really as a 3-3 three and three team because they were so far ahead in that game. But they fall to 2-4 and four on this season, 0-3. Oh I think you have a lot of good positive takeaways for Marion out of this game from a young team. And I think if they can get those base runners in. They can be very dangerous. I think you're right. I think they they showed some things. I think uh, Whitaker's a pretty good pitcher, a real good pitcher. And, uh, again, had a couple of tough innings, gave up uh, two three-hit innings, and that uh, really uh, St. Joseph was able to score. But, uh, you know, they've got a lot of positives, and I'm sure Coach Whitaker is optimistic. And as we said, you know, it's a pretty young team that Marion has. So there's, you know, brighter bigger and better things coming well coach that concludes the high school sports season for us for for the year for the what year. what a what a fun year it was uh many would not use the covid year to describe fun but we got pretty much every game in and uh the only i think the only game we had truly that we lost was marion Elkhart football, but then we, we made up for it. We, we jumped in and did a St. Joe game that week. And then we lost maybe a basketball game, but it was a doubleheader game. So we still had okay, a broadcast. Okay, that's right. I knew we – I thought we lost, <laughs> we lost the basketball We game. lost the St. Joe Riley girls game, but it was the night the St. Joe Riley boys were still able to play. So, well, you know, we lost a few games here and then, but for the most part, I think we got a lot more games in than we ever expected. Well, and so happy for these softball and baseball players, track athletes, all the spring sports athletes who are able to have their season after losing it last year. I think that's so important, and we talked about it earlier too. Well, you know, last year, foot the fall sports – all got in and uh, winter sports 
For the Every, most part. For the most part, no. There were 64 teams in the state that won boys' sectionals that didn't get to continue, but everybody else completed their season. But the, the softball, baseball, track, tennis, uh, those teams lost, and I really feel for them, and it's just great to see this uh, coming back and having a season this uh, spring. We didn't talk about it. How's the hip feeling? Hey, hip is feeling good. I climbed these 19 steps coming up. You, ca- so you counted how many I it was? I th- yes, I think so, unless I miscount. That's an odd number of steps it is. But uh, I'm just happy to get back and around and uh, missed a few games uh, at the end of the – missed the uh, semi-state for uh, the uh, Leo game. For St. Joe Leo. St. Joe and Leo game. But I tell you, I just think it's great. Uh, and I'm glad all you people out there listening to Redeemer Radio, it's just a way I think that we can bring Redeemer Radio to you. And I think we follow the St. Joseph and uh, Marion High Schools football, basketball, uh, baseball, and softball now. And uh, I think it's just a great opportunity uh, to really evangelize a little bit through sports. We would have loved to bring you a video of this game, but you can't get a signal to save your life out here at, uh, <laughs> at, at the North Fields. And we learned that just prior to the baseball game, so that wasn't a possibility. Okay, that's a wrap on today's Holy War battle between Marion and St. Joe in softball. Big thank you to Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. He is our presenting sponsor for all our Holy War broadcasts. You can learn more about how Andrew can help you at andrewweisskofc.com. Thanks to our audio producer back at the 95.7 studios, Ilya Glasman. Our student intern assisting us here today was Teo Sanchez. For Bob Berger, I'm on to Carlo, the final score from the St. Joe Athletic Fields. St. Joe wins its sixth straight matchup in the Holy War softball game with a 4-1 victory over Marion. Good night and God bless.